Braves as they stop in New York. In fact, they'll have back-to-back games in New York tonight against the Rangers at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, and then into Long Island and uh, the new arena where the New York Islanders will entertain the Maple Leafs on Saturday evening, which is a flip-flop of home dates because of the ongoing situation in Ontario as far as having fans in the building. We are hopeful with the rescheduling of the games announced today that uh, sometime this week we will hear that some of the restrictions have been uh, uh, eased and we'll have some people, not sure how many, in the buildings when they start playing home games here in the not-too-distant future. Well, the rumor is that the announcement will be tomorrow and things will go into effect January 31st. That was the latest that uh, was out to date. Now, whether that is going to include half capacity like we saw. I mean, the Leafs never did experience half capacity because it went from half capacity to zero in a very short period of time. But um, I know Alberta is still watching games in Calgary and Edmonton. There's still half capacity there. So it'll be interesting to see, but hopefully we get a little more clarification tomorrow. One of the other aspects is that the Leafs do have a home game scheduled against Anaheim coming up. Now, that hasn't been moved as yet. But uh, whether it will or not, we'll have to wait and see. Well, I I would say that's a little tougher because it's a team on the West Coast that has this trip coming in. So it's not as if you can have a one-off and it's just that quick little five-hour flight to Toronto for one game. So I have a feeling uh, that one will probably go on just through logistics. And uh, from what we've seen in the updated schedule, that hasn't been changed. So there may be at least one more game with no fans in the building. Game tonight being delayed for a moment of silence, and this is the first home game for the New York Rangers since the tragic death of the youngster Teddy Balkin from Connecticut in the 10th grade, a 15-year-old, and a freakish accident and um, a a skate blade cut. And, uh, boy, we've seen some of these things happen at the National Hockey League level where there are trained professionals, trainers that have literally saved people's lives and unfortunately a situation like this in a minor hockey thing with probably no one there that was capable of of handling that kind of a situation but um i mean your heart goes out to them i mean it's a it's a a sport played on razor blades is what it is and uh, you have to be careful and you have to be cognizant of where your skates are going to when you do get into a kind of a pileup that but, has happened many times, but it's but, such a freakish. Yeah, thing. I, I mean, it's it's nothing. I don't think you can plan for it or avoid it. No, and, absolutely. Like we say, it's split second. Obviously, the the most famous moment, uh, tragically, uh, in the NHL was Clint Malarchuk, uh when he was with the Buffalo Sabers, and a horrific collision. Uh, that, but there was a trainer there that uh, Malarchuk has said since saved his life. That uh, if it wasn't for the trainer's quick thinking and then the doctors. Um, he wouldn't be with us today, and, and Clint's had some battles since then, and, and that incident, uh, even though he survived it, there's um, there have been a lot of things mentally that's been difficult for Clint to deal with. So, uh, but for Teddy Balkan and his family and, and everybody involved, I mean, it's uh, uh, it's horrible that you're doing something you love and uh, it ends in a tragic way, and uh, it's nice to see the Rangers roll wearing number five in their jerseys. Uh, during warm-up, and they are going to pay tribute to him before the start of the game. And the team is uh, right at center ice and behind the penalty box as well. One of the things is things like this 
does, though, and and certainly with with the Malarchuk's thing, was the advent of better equipment and the advent of neck guards and goaltenders mandatorily now having to wear neck guards. Players, minor hockey kids, all have to have a neck guard on in order to play. Even the old coots like myself, uh, everybody has to have a neck guard on because of things like this. So as, as tragic as it is, Many things can be altered because of it, and now, uh, now I, I believe, interesting how that works out. Do you remember the name Kim Crouch? Yes, was a goaltender. Yes, and, and I believe, Tra- and he was a trainer with the with the Flyers, was he not? At no, I'm not, this, this was a guy that was a goaltender. Okay, that actually before Clint Ballardchuk, so they came out with this neckband, yep, protective neckband, and it was called the Crouch uh, Crouch Collar. Early on, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to have to. Look that up, but it's like you said, you have something to happen. And uh, I mean, how many eye injuries did we see in the NHL before visors became mandatory, head injuries before helmets became mandatory, goalies didn't wear masks? I mean, it's. Uh, and last night, a man was honored with his number being raised to the rafters in Boston who lost an eye prior to getting into the National Hockey League, Willie O'Ree. It is incredible. Amazing story, yeah. and, and uh, it was a great ceremony, and we want to congratulate him. And I want to bring up the name Herbie Carnegie, Toronto boy who was a tremendous player back in that same era uh, and never got the chance to play in the National Hockey League, but uh, a wonderful tribute to him still stands in North York in the Herb Carnegie Arena. Yeah, so. absolutely, and... I mean, this uh, this game tonight will feature the after effects of what Willie Ree was able to be the first to do. Yeah, Simmons and Reeves uh, involved in the game tonight. We're underway. The puck goes down into the Toronto zone. Jack Campbell to our left and Igor Shesterkin to our right as it's dumped into the left-wing corner in the Toronto zone. And there's Sandine reversing the puck for Lilligren. He reverses it and gets it ahead. And Engvall gets it up on the wing and brought out now by... David Camp, a long backhand, will go into the glove and scooped up by Shesterkin and held for a face-off to stop play for the first time. And that face-off was brought to you by Alpine Credits. You own your own home and need a loan. Alpine Credits can help. Get approved at alpinecredits.ca. And other little glitches in the schedule. The New York Rangers, this is only their 16th home game. They've played 24 on the road. Just start poking the puck into the corner. Comes back to the point to Brody. Brody holds. Got the shot away, but it went off a shin pad. And Brody has to hustle back, but he is taken away there by Kreider. And then Kreider couldn't make a pass as it is cleared out and now shot quickly back into the Toronto end. Boy, you don't get it past that first man charging out. If you're the defenseman on the point, you could be in a lot of trouble, and especially if it's Chris Kreider. And can he move? Down into the Ranger zone it goes. Bouncing puck to the blue line. Just kept in momentarily by bunting. Rangers get it back out at center ice. Now a delayed offside, but the Leafs get it ahead. And it is Marner trying to send a rink-wide pass that was broken up. Marner gets back to intercept the puck. And it is cleared back out at center ice. Play rather scrappy here in the early going. And we get a merciful offside called by the linesman. Tonight are uh, Brian Pansich and Michel Cormier. And a couple of francophones uh, joining him in Frederick Lacue and Justin Saint-Pierre as the referees here this evening. Rangers in their blue, red, and white three-dimensional three-dimensional numbers. 
And uh, the Maple Leafs in their home or their road white and blue. I'm going to put the Rangers up with Chicago as my favorite NHL jersey. Do you? All right. I'm, uh, yeah, all right. Anything but Montreal. Back into the uh, leaf zone. <laughs> Played out into the center ice area and down into the Ranger end. Played up on the wing by Heedle. The puck comes bouncing out at center. Grabbed on now by Goudreau, who rolls it in on goal. Cleared away there by Campbell. And it is brought out of the Toronto zone now by Travis Dermott. He gets to center and sends a long shoot in. And uh, hustling in after it was Alex Biega. It was actually Biega who shot the puck in, number 33. And it is caught again by Shesterkin. And another faceoff coming in the Rangers zone. Well, the last time the Leafs were in Madison Square Garden, and they had, had a lot to do with how Jack Campbell ended up becoming the Toronto Maple Leaf. Michael Hutchinson got the start. Leafs lost 5-3. Rangers scored twice, including goals six seconds apart in the first period. Hutchinson had a tough night. Freddie Anderson was hurt. Jack Campbell played on the Friday at home. Shot in over the line, a backhand into the glove of Shesterkin. Not a good shot. An easy save by the Ranger netminder, and the Leafs have had, I think, three or four dribblers at Shesterkin to the, this point. That's both, the fourth both, line out there for Toronto. Both games these two teams have played. Now, it's funny that they're going to be done with the Rangers now. They haven't played Florida yet, their own division, and this will be the third game against the New York Rangers. The previous two were both 2-1 games. And a draw one by Toronto. Lilligren plays it down into the corner. Gobbled up there by Nemeth. And Patrick Nemeth gets it up on the wing, but not out of the zone. And now it does clear. And the Leafs are back in their own territory to regroup. Lilligren and Sandine, a tandem. And I thought when they were tandemed together early on in the season that they looked very comfortable with one another. We'll see how it works out tonight as both Hall and Muzzin are out of the lineup. A bouncing puck lost in front of the net in the back. Headshot. Scores! A horrific turnover in front of the net. And is it Mikheyev, I believe? And talk about being red hot and Johnny on the spot. The soup man makes it one to nothing, Toronto. Rangers seem to be in control of it. In the corner to the right is the Sturkin. And all of a sudden... The puck ends up in front of the Ranger net. And Mikheyev buries it. As he ends up with the rebound. After Shesterkin stopped the first one and Mikheyev shovels home the second. So it is nothing Toronto here in the first period. And Ilya Mikheyev in his eighth game now has six goals. Move over, Austin Matthews. We got another guy scoring at a per-game goal-a-game clip as we get an offside at the the, uh, New York blue line. And so there will be a face-off coming outside. But a a big turnover, and Mikheyev comes right to the front of the net and backhands it home. And I believe it was Engvall that had the first opportunity. Threw it to the net on the backhand, and Mikheyev was there to jump on it to give the Leafs the early one nothing lead. So we talked about some dribblers. <laughs> Rangers really have not had any control on the Leaf end of the ice yet. And a horrific giveaway that uh, 
gives the Maple Leafs the opportunity, and then we get another stoppage of play at the Toronto Blue Line. Well, I think Crater, uh, Chris Kreider might be going off here as he looked like he just took the legs out from underneath Alex Biega. And the Leafs will be going to the power play. Well, the Leafs are 17-2-1 when they have scored the opening goal of the uh, hockey game. And they are currently on the power play. And it is uh, brought to you by your Ontario Subaru dealers. Bring on winter with uh, symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. Enjoy uncommon value in Subaru's winter on bonus at your Subaru dealer. Leafs to the power play. Riley dishing it off on the far wing, looking for Tavares down low. Comes back to him, down to Tavares again. He works back in the net, tried to center. Nylander scores! No, it's Marner. Excuse me. Mitch, hello, hello. That's over 100 games. It comes to an end with a power play goal from Mitch Marner. I'm surprised he didn't do a cartwheel at center ice. Again, another broken play. Tavares wins the draw. But the puck is scrummed in the circle to the left of the Ranger goal. As Tavares had it from behind the net and fell. And I believe it was Willie Nylander, was it not, Joe, that threw the puck from one face-off dot to the other. Yep. Where Marner was wide open and snapped it into the empty side. And the Leafs very quickly have jumped out to a 2-0 lead at Madison Square Garden. Tavares will get the other assist. Nylander and Marner combining, and Marner's eighth of the season and his first on the power play in over 100 games. And the Leafs are going to go right back to the power play as Bunting was tripped up. And what an opportunity it is here to put uh, a real statement into this game. Ryan Reeves, I think, is the Ranger that's going to go to the box. And that last leaf power play didn't take very long. And this was Michael Bunting that was trying to get up the left wing side. Reeves got the stick in between the skates. Bunting may have somewhat dramatically enhanced it. What a great setup by Willie Nylander, though, on the Mitch Marner goal to make it 2-0. Power play for Toronto. Nylander to Marner. Back to the blue line to Riley. Near side Matthews. Back to Riley again. Riley walks the line, holds, still with it, to Marner on the far wing, down into the side of the net for Tavares. He sweeps it back for Nylander. Nylander looking back into the corner, back to the point he goes, and Riley with a shot that was just wide. Here's a centering pass then by Matthews that went off a skate, and the Rangers break it out at center ice. Brought in over the line by Fox, and he got a long shot away, and it went well wide of the goal. Leafs with the puck in their own zone. Starting out with a pass that was knocked out of the air, but Marner's able to carry on. He's in across the line. A rink-wide pass will find Nylander. Nylander down into the right-wing corner. Gets it back to the blue line to Marner. Marner holds, dishes it back. Sandine to the left-wing side to Matthews. Back to Sandine. Sandine to Matthews. Closing with a shot, and he whistled it just wide. Marner spins it back to the blue line. Trapped there by Matthews. Now to Sandine. He closes with a shot. That is stopped by Shesterkin, and the Rangers will get it out and down the ice. 45 seconds left to go on the power play. They're out shooting the Rangers 6 to nothing in the early going. Brought out by Mikheyev. On to Spezza. Spets in the corner to Mikheyev in front and his backhand went just wide. 
Back to the blue line for Sandine. Sandine to Spezza. Spezza walking the line. Still has the puck as he goes into the corner with it. Spinning with it, Mikheyev. Back along for Spezza. Back to Mikheyev. And the puck comes back to the blue line. The defenseman keeps it in. Mikheyev down low. Centering effort by Simmons didn't work. Back to Sandine. On the right side for Spezza. Pass in front of the goal. And it was just deflected wide. Here's Spezza with a shot. More of a half pass as the penalty expires. Back around into the corner. Bunting getting it back to the blue line. But it's going to come all the way down the ice. As the Leafs were in the... uh, process of getting a tandem of defensemen out onto the ice two to nothing Toronto backhand and Jack Campbell is that the first time he's actually handled the puck uh, he stopped one behind the net but that's the first time he's actually been able to hold on to it and look at it well and the one behind the net wasn't all that important at any rate the Leafs with a two nothing lead Ilya Mikheyev with his uh Sixth goal in eight games, and Mitch Marner on the power play. They're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Ilya Mikheyev getting the opening goal from Engvall at 2.44, and then Marner from Nylander and Tavares at 3.30, and the Maple Leafs with a three, or excuse me, with a two-to-nothing lead early in this one. And the Leafs break the puck out at center ice as Engvall flips it in on the left wing. Mikheyev, centering pass, rolled in on goal there by Camp, and it was kicked away by Shesterkin. Mikheyev's shooting percentage last year was about 6.5. It's currently at about 65%. So when they start to go in, and certainly the young man, when healthy, has had more than enough opportunities to score... Now, when they're starting to go in, wow, look out. And there's been some ugly ones, like the game winner in St. Louis from a bad angle. It's like the hockey god said, okay, enough. We've 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 given you your dry spells and your injuries. We've teased you. We threw in some COVID. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll throw you a bone here. Leafs play it out at center. Rangers and the Leafs regrouping. Fox brings it to center. Fanned on a uh, shoot-in. Oh, wow. And I guess... Leafs took the first two penalties. Uh, the Rangers got the first two penalties, and the Leafs are going to get a hooking call here that was very, very weak. And who was it? Was it Pierre Engvall that is going to go? Yeah. Yep. Well, you like this, though, Joey, coming in. Oh, here we go. Rangers. I knew you were going to have it. Well, Rangers had 112 <laughs> power plays and uh-huh. 111 penalty kills. The Leafs How about the Leafs? 100. One power plays, 101 penalty kills. Oh, well, that's good. Yes. Well, the only thing we've seen, really, has been Denver. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche are a team that's had way more power plays and penalty kills. Puck down in the Toronto zone. Kerfoot unable to get it. Marner intercepts, and he'll flip it out into the center ice area. Fox has to go back into his own zone. Anyway, you can talk about Mitch Marner on the power play and what he does for Austin Matthews, but, I mean, the... How smart he is on the penalty kill is incredible. And how quick his stick is at knocking pucks down and intercepting them. Played off to the far wing. Mikheyev ties his man up, and he is going to get it out and down the ice. Penalty kill is brought to you by your Ontario Packaging Centers, Ontario's largest one-stop shop for all your packaging and warehouse needs. Rangers through center ice. On to the left wing side and into the zone for Chris Kreider. Tried to center and went wide. Comes back to the point. 
Rangers keeping it in on the far boards, and then Camp makes a nice play to knock it out at center, and Kerfoot almost pickpocketed the defenseman. Brought back in now by Panarin. A pass into the slot, and Campbell out to make his first big save on a shot taken by Philip Heedel in the slot. The second shot on goal for the Rangers, 8-2, the Leafs lead in that category. As Heedle found a seam and snaps it, although Lilligren was right there as he was shooting, and maybe Heedle didn't get as much on it as he would have liked. 47 seconds left to go in the penalty. And the Rangers still on the power play. Draw one by Toronto. Swept around the wall, and it's going to take a funny bounce off of the stanchion and come all the way down the ice. 11 and a half minutes to go in the first period. Here's a pass in on the left wing. Heedle goes into the corner after it. Brody got to him. Riley got it around back of the net. Played to the blue line and kept in there by the Rangers. It comes to the near side, and Brody gets it on the backhand and launches that out and down the ice. 16 seconds left to go in the power play. Toronto 2, the New York Rangers, no score. Heedle in across the line, trying to get in over the line. Miller plays it around the boards. It came in front of the net. There's Marner getting it ahead, but didn't get it out. Puck comes on the left wing side, and out of the penalty box there was Engball, but he wasn't able to get it out either. And now Morgan Riley hammers it off the boards to get it to center. Reeves sending it ahead. Down into the corner for Brody. E.J. Brody. For Alex Biega. Now to Bunting. Back to Biega on the right side. The veteran defenseman shoots it in. Puck around on the far wall. Braden Schneider couldn't get it out for New York. Into the near corner and bumping in there with Matthews. They have the puck wedged up against the wall. Matthews trying to dig it free. Now it is uh, flipped along by Bunting, but not in front. The puck comes high and goes over the glass and out of play. And did that go off the glass first? I do not believe a penalty is going to be called as the Maple Leafs have a 2 to nothing lead on a goal by Mikheyev and a power play marker from Mitchell Marner. You mentioned this, but the late 17-2-1 when scoring first. The Rangers 16-1-2 when they've scored first, so... Not that you go into any game, especially on the road, and feel like you give up the first goal and you're done, but statistics might prove it's very difficult against a team like the Rangers. Gerard Gallant in behind the bench in New York. Hopefully it's a little more love. I mean, he wins the Jack Adams Trophy, Coach of the Year in Vegas, gets fired. He was a nominee in Florida, got fired. Very, very underappreciated by those that have employed him. Play along the boards and into the corner. Adam Fox running into a traffic jam. The puck comes up on the wall. Rangers are able to punch it out. They get it up on the left wing for Kreider. Kreider in with a shot that was deflected wide. Batted back of the net. Kreider runs into uh, Biega and it is played along the boards. And the Leafs now with uh, Kerfoot turning. Skated out at center. Kerfoot. Works to the line, then decides to drop it back. Leafs are going to get the rest of their change going. Lilligren, with 9.22 to go in the first period, carries it out. A pass off a stick intercepted by New York. Rangers bring it back with Panarin shooting it in. Former Columbus Blue Jacket, it comes off the dasher board, off where the 
Damboni comes out at a strange angle, but the Leafs are able to turn it back their way. Played into the corner for Engvall. Engvall up against the wall, got it back at the net. A reverse pass in front of the goal then by Camp didn't work, and the puck comes back along the boards, and Panarin will drop it back. Up on the left wing side, Panarin in across the line, works into the corner, tries to center. That bounces away, and Mikheyev will get it out with a pass ahead for Engvall. A nifty little play he made to himself, but then he thought his line mate was going to carry on. Instead, he turned back to the bench, and uh, an errant pass is gobbled up here by New York. Eight and a half minutes to go. First period. Down into the Toronto zone, and Morgan Riley. Up against the boards, running into a traffic jam there. The puck goes back at the net. Lafreniere trying to get it out in front. It's swept around back to the blue line. Over on the near side now for Miller. His shot was deflected wide. Rebound comes all the way out and down the ice. And back to retrieve it is Jacob Truba. Truba gets the puck ahead, but the Leafs turn it right back in. Here's Clifford missing a pass. Rebound in front of the goal. Oh, what a chance Spezza had. And Shesterkin makes a huge save. But how Clifford wasn't nailed with that hit, I do not know. Wayne Simmons had a great chance in the rebound, and I thought he might have been hooked trying to get it past the circuit on the short side. Played to the blue line. Rangers go back after it. Lindgren sending it back into his own zone and now starts out with it on the left wing. He'll shoot it into the Toronto win. Around on the boards to the far side. Back of the net for Kevin Rooney. Rooney plays it into the corner. Trying to get it down the boards was Heedle. Now back is McKeg trying to find a man. It's around back of the net. Dermott is bowled over on a hit there. That puck comes free. Rooney trying to get it in front. It's all alone in front. They score! Ryan Reeves gets alone in front of the net and is able to punch one past Campbell, and it is two to one. Well, we've seen this from the Leafs of late, where they overload the area around the puck. And it's great if you win the battles. But you had both Biega and Dermott get caught behind the line. And you had all five Leafs, Joe, from the face-off dot over. And nobody in front. And Ryan Reeves is just standing between the hash marks. Gets the puck. Settles it down and then snaps it. Blocker's side, and that's his first of the year. First as a member of the New York Rangers. But we've seen this a lot. We saw it in Colorado where you get five guys all sucked into one area of the ice. And if you don't win that battle, somebody is wide open. And this time it was Ryan Reeves. 12.52 the time of the goal. And as you mentioned, his first in a Ranger uniform. And it is Lilligren getting the puck ahead. Bouncing puck turned over. Rangers back the other way. Great play by Tavares to take it away from Zabanajad. Brought back by Lilligren in on the right side. Holds the brakes on at the half boards. Dropping it back for Nylander. Now Tavares getting it back to the blue line, but it bounced out at center ice. Tavares made a great play reaching around to lift the stick of Zabanajad and uh, take away what would have been a great scoring chance. Fired right back down into the Ranger zone. Puck around back of the net. It comes to the side of the goal. Rangers are there to play it around back of the net with Schneider getting it to the line. Kept in at the blue line by Brody. 
Brody unable to keep it in. It comes to center, and Mikheyev will send it to the far wing. Riley back in over the line. A man going hard to the net, and that was uh, Kampf, but Riley couldn't get him the puck. Played out and down the ice by New York, and that will turn into an icing. McCaig and Fox will get the assists on the goal, and uh, Fox continues to lead the New York Rangers in scoring. Of only two defensemen in the league to do it. Roman Yossi leads the Nashville Predators in scoring. By the way, the Leafs, when they had the 2-0 lead on the Rangers, that's now five of the last six road games they've had at least a two-goal lead. Only one where they didn't, obviously, was the 2-1 loss in Arizona. Well, if you go by the last two games between these two teams, the scoring is over. <laughs> one was Panarin in overtime, and the 2-1 win that the Leafs had. Morgan Riley had his first and only power play goal of the season. Riley scored both goals in the 2-1 win. Viega got the puck ahead, knocked down on the play with Spezza as he was hit there by Julian Gauthier. Now Spezza gets it at center and launches it high down into the zone. Simmons after the puck. It comes around the boards to the point, but it's going to come out at center ice as the Leafs were changing. And Lilligren is there to get it to Sandine, and he fires it right back into Ranger territory. Five minutes to go in the first period. It's 2-1 Toronto. Sandine. Turning, twisting and turning. Dropped the puck off there for bunting, but it was stolen. And then a shot goes off a leg. Down into the corner of the Rangers. Intercepting the pass, though, was Lilligren. Got it up ahead and out at center ice. Bunting unable to get to it. Rangers will send it back at center. And down into the Toronto zone it goes. A keg up into the forecheck as Campbell sends it around the wall, but not out at the point of shot. Blockered away by the glove of Campbell. Back into the corner and up on the near wing for Marner. Marner starts out with some room. A pass that is out of the reach of Kerfoot. And the Rangers shoot it right back in again. And not much to do with the uh, magic of the game here. New York just trying to get it deep and get on the forecheck. And they've been pretty successful. Puck to the near side. Launched right back down into the Toronto end. Campbell out of the goal to get it ahead. Brody will find Riley. Riley loses it to Panarin. Panarin back to the point. It comes to Nemeth. His shot deflects off the stick of uh, Campbell to the side of the goal. And it's around back of the net. And Riley trying to get it out has, as Nemeth couldn't block it. Icing waved off, and the Rangers go back into their own zone. Braden Schneider playing it back behind the net. Patrick Nemeth gets it up on the wing and out at center. Intercepted by Toronto, but an in inadvertent pass there by Engball forces the Leafs back deep in their own zone. Riley up on the wing it comes here's Engball on the right side for Mikheyev back to Engball off his stick now back of the net for Camp Camp looking for a man in front Camp with it in the corner you can hear Engball calling for the puck and he takes it Engball cutting out into the slot got a shot away and it was deflected by Camp wide of the net now Mikheyev for Camp, back to Mikheyev. Ilya Mikheyev with the puck along the boards, trying to find an open area. Still with it. Gets it back to the point this time. Long shot taken, blocked in front of the goal. Leafs with good pressure as it's kept in there by Dermott. Just Turkin ringing the puck around the boards, and he's going to ice it. So it'll come all the way back into the New York zone with 2 minutes and 40 seconds to play here in period number one. That was the Biega-Dermott 
combination that got trapped on the ice. But like we said, for the Ranger goal, we said you had five other players. They could have thrown a blanket over. In the corner to Jeff Campbell, and that's why Ryan Reeves was wide open in front. Reeves had six assists coming into the game, but his first goal since uh, coming to New York. Brought down into the Toronto zone. Rangers will get a change going after that icing. And now here is uh, Sandine. A rink-wide pass. Tripped up there was Matthews. No call. And that was tripped up. Now Matthews up on the wing for Marner. In across the line. Marner to Matthews. Backhand. Rebound. Scores! Bunting is able to clean up the garbage after a Matthew shot was stopped. Bunting bunts it into the net, and it's 3-1. to one. I'm not sure this even goes off the stick of Michael Bunting. Lilligren starts with a nice pass to the middle to Matthews, who chips it on the right-wing side to Marner, and over the blue line, the Leafs come. Marner returns it to Matthew, and Matthews backhands it towards the net. From the right wing circle. And Shesterkin redirects it immediately or directly to his right. And it goes off the right knee of Michael Bunting. Who, by the way, did have a goal in one of the 2-1 games. It was the 2-1 loss that Bunting scored in similar fashion. Driving to the net and having it bounce in off him. And the Leafs have restored their two-goal lead. 17.50 the time of the goal. And for Michael Bunting... That is goal number nine on the season. Also five points in his last five games for Bunting. He has been a very pleasant addition. And not much of an NHL resume coming no, in. So maybe a, a very nice surprise. There is Kerfoot. For the Leafs down into the offensive end. It comes back to the blue line. Riley with a little bit of room. Now tries to send it towards the goal. It comes to the side of the goal. Nylander around back of the goal. Off on the wing for Tavares. Tavares tried to center it. And it's gone off the foot of Barkley Goodrow. And over the glass. And out of play. So the Scarborough native has added to the Leaf total. It's 3-1 Toronto. And you're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey. On TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Willie Nylander assisted on the Marner goal on the power play. He is the 39th player in Maple Leaf franchise history to reach 300 points. And he has done it in his 395th career game. 119 goals, 181 assists. Oh yeah, Dad? Well, his dad, Michael Nylander, needed 447 games to get to the 300 career point plateau so congratulations to the Nylander clan and move over pops the youngin seems to be able to do it a little quicker face off in the ranger zone a minute 25 to go in the period as it's cleared out at center a sticker glove went high in the air there I thought for a minute maybe something had started brought in over the line now by Rooney Rooney with a shot into the chest and held by Jack Campbell with a minute 10 to go in the period. Marner draws the additional assist on the bunting goal. So Mitch Marner has a two-point night going for him here as well. And for Igor Shesterkin, had a pretty good 
record coming in. In fact, overall, he was tied with Freddie Anderson with a 1.99 goals against average coming in, so that'll be bumped up. Anderson held the Boston Bruins to a goal last night. Tukarask got a tough first period. Right around the boards to the far side. McKayev after the puck in the corner. Chipped up along the wall. And McKayev trying to get it freed up but can't. And then when he did, Reeves gets it back to the blue line. Trapped there and kept alive by Lindgren. Lindgren into the corner. Lindgren trying to get it back of the net. Reeves plays it around the boards to the blue line. Long shot goes off a shin pad. And the puck comes to the line, but is shot back in. Leaves back of the net. Ranger fans hollering when one of their players fell down, but it looked like he just simply tripped. There was no one around him. Engvall dropping it back. 20 seconds left in the period. Leafs trying to escape with a two-goal lead. Morgan Riley up on the right side. Here's Bunting in over the line. Back to Riley at the blue line. Riley walks the line, then got the shot in, and the rebound came right in front of the net. And I believe that was uh, Lilligren who had come in off the point that had the chance. But the horn goes to end the period, and the Maple Leafs are full marks for a 3-1 lead. And yet I don't think, Joe, it's, it's a period you would look at and say the Leafs absolutely dominated. They were able to take advantage of... The few opportunities that they had, the Rangers really had one great scoring chance, and Ryan Reeves was able to bury that. But like we said, we had back-to-back 2-1 games between these two clubs before Christmas. Both games at Scotiabank Arena. We're already at 3-1 at Madison Square Garden after 20. Well, it is Bunting, Marner, and McKayab for Toronto. We'll step aside. Frankie Carrado is along with Jim Taddy. You're listening to Molson Canadian Leafs Hockey on TSN 1050 and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.